He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, thank you for another late night session. Appreciate all of you guys so much. It is Thursday, July 28th, 2022. In tonight's session, we're gonna talk about Joe Biden leading us in the right direction. We are on the right path is the direct quote from Mr. Biden today as we get the announcement that we have officially, here we go guys, we can officially say we're in a recession. Oh wait, we gotta change the definition. Whatever you wanna identify as, Whatever you're into, you do the dance, do your deal. Call it whatever you want. We have been able to cut through all of the nonsense, all of the noise, all the BS, all the lies, and get us straight to the truth, straight to understanding on what's going on in this market. We didn't have to wait till today to tell you that we're in a recession. What do you think this is? Of course we were on the recession for months. Of course we called Bitcoin entering the bear market back in December. November and October, the months leading up to it, we said, this is the end of the party. It comes to an end soon. We thought XRP would pump. It didn't. Here we are. We're going to get you caught up to speed covering the current events, the nonsense, the identification problems. Then we're going to talk about the cryptocurrency markets and where they are heading. In the meantime, if you guys could smash that thumbs up if you appreciate what we're doing here. And if you could also spread this message far and wide, I would greatly appreciate that. Okay, let's get it started. So starting off a recession, but it identifies as a bull market. This is the status of the economic situation. And, and you would think this is just a meme. You would think this is just a joke. But nope, this is the White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre denies claims that the U.S. is in a recession, says, quote, we are in a transition. That's right. If you don't like what you are, just transition. Just, just transition. Whatever you're into, whatever you want to identify as, just transition. Wikipedia has changed the definition of a recession. The Wayback's last capture was July 11th, 2022. Based on Wiki's changelog, the line... Quote, there is no global consensus on the definition of a recession, end quote, was added on July 27th. So the government mouthpiece, the mainstream narrative mouthpiece that is Wikipedia, the historical series, uh, the historical ca catalog of events and the understanding uh, of what's going on here. Wikipedia, obviously uh, Wikipedia, full of lies, full of deceit. Scared to uncover the truth, scared to go down the truth. But it is absurd to see them try to change, transition, whatever they want to call it. But what's important about this, all jokes aside, is understanding that this is their plan. And right out of Joe Biden's mouth, the, the, the greatest puppet that we've ever had in this country. Are we even looking at a real human being? Serious question. What is he on? Look into his eyes and tell me that that's a human being. Okay, that point aside, listen to the words out of this robot, out of this being, whatever he is. Biden's statement on the shrinking U.S. economy, quote, 
We are on the right path. Carry forward, America. This is the plan, the, the planned sacrifice of the American people. The middle class opportunity that we once had for people of all color, creed, religion didn't matter. You had a pursuit of happiness living freely in this country. This is what the program is. Biden, we are on the right path, going according to plan. This is right out of his own mouth. They can't even control him anymore. Right? He, just, he just lets it fly right out. I got cancer. Yeah, you got, he's got something. He's got something. And I, hope, I wish him the best. As president of the United States, I would never question the election of 2020. Mr. Joe Biden is our president. He's doing something over there in D.C. Uh, I don't know what. <laughs> but he's telling us that we're on the right path. A couple tweets here from Peter Schiff. Janet Yellen claimed the U.S. economy just entered a new stage in its recovery. Apparently, a recession is now just a stage of a recovery. The truth is, is that there, if there ever was a recovery, it's over. The recession is just six months old and will get much worse in the months ahead. To that point, a lot of people think that we're now in a recession. Now, now that we've had two quarters of negative GDP growth, the recession starts today. Well, now they're not even saying that that's a recession. There is no technical term. What's the situation on the streets? What's the situation in your household, in your business, in your friends' and family's businesses, in their lives? <clears throat> Are they going through a recession? Are they going through a depression? Are they faced with crises every day, multiple situations? Yes, yes, and yes. In my opinion, the recession is six months old and we have been depressed in our growth, in our capability, in the opportunity. We have been depressed since um, George Bush handed it off to Obama back then. Back then. Even going back then, I think that we've been depressed. We, the growth that we've had has all been funny, fake, the everything bubble. The participation bubble. If you participated in this economy, you made money. And now as it breaks, as the system breaks, we start to see who was full of, excuse my language, shit. And there's a whole lot of people that were full of it, including our government and the lies. But we knew that. It's up to us to be held accountable, whether it's Biden, Trump, Obama, Bush, doesn't matter. You can create generational wealth for your family. You can change your life right now. All this news aside, what is your plan? What program are you on? We're going to cover the El Salvador program. Their Bitcoin's down 50% since they've purchased it. Their, their strategy's down 50% on their Bitcoin for El Salvador. But that's just one of the losers in this market. There's many losers, including the Wall Street, including the hedge funds. Uh, we already have banks taking massive losses. And then we have countries, states, local municipalities all running major deficits. My, in my local area... Without saying too much, my, in my local area, they just reported an, uh, what would that be, an eight-figure deficit, $14 million deficit for our school after we just passed a major multi-million dollar bond to upgrade the school. Now they say we're at a $14 million deficit? This is just a local example. Spread this out through all of the local states, counties, states, and then even our federal government the Federal Reserve, our Treasury Department, what's taking place here in the D.C. swamp, the corruption that's being exposed on a daily basis. They're telling us that this has been the plan all along. 
And, and what we've been talking about is all of this unfolding and getting on a program, getting on something, starting a side hustle, starting a business, becoming more valuable so that you can just make more cash at your job so that you can live this out, so you can survive. Because we weren't going to wait for them to declare it was a recession today. We weren't going to wait for them to tell us that we've entered a Bitcoin bear market in March, April, October. Some people think that we're still not even in a bear market for Bitcoin. No. No. <laughs> if you don't want to define as a bear market, then don't define as it. Even though the most uh, accepted technical definition of a bear market was a 20% move. And we're down what? 50, 60%? And like 60% on, on just Bitcoin alone. Maybe even more. Right? And now they changed the definition of a bear market. Peter Schiff says, if Donald Trump were still president and the U.S. GDP just contracted for a second consecutive quarter, there's no way the media would not be reporting it as a recession. Instead, the left-wing media is spreading democratic propaganda to redefine recession to pretend we're not in one. Right. So the left wing is deciding who we want to be, deciding what we call it, make it up as you go. The, the, the Fox News, the right side of the story... <clears throat> they're able to call them out on this economy. They're able to call them out on the corruption as it ex gets exposed. But we know that the right side has sold us out too. But I watch, I watch the left-wing media so that I can understand how they're pitching the, the masses on the left-wing. And then I, I will watch the right-wing too so that I can see how they're pitching the right. I see both sides of the coin. True intelligence is found on the edge of that coin. Being able to see both sides understand the bigger picture and being able to navigate the crisis, invest accordingly. Peter Schiff says, like all government bills, the Inflation Reduction Act will achieve the opposite of its title. The act will increase inflation. The only bills Congress can pass to reduce inflation are those that cut government spending. This act does nothing to lower the cost of government. Whatever these bills, whatever they call them, it's the exact opposite is going to occur. The Affordable Cares Act, the Affordable Housing Act, the Everyone's Going to Be a Winner Act. That's, that's where we're at. Everyone's going to be a winner. As long as you participate, as long as you follow the rules, follow the mandates, live like a peasant, eat bugs, ride a bike, don't procreate, don't believe in a higher power or anything besides your miserable self. Our program's the complete opposite. Find a purpose that's bigger than yourself. Take action every single day. We're not waiting for anybody to save us. And I don't care what they want to identify as. When Al Gore is getting behind something, you know it's an inconvenient lie. Unlike his movie, The Inconvenient Truth, the climate change hoax lie that he's been perpetuating as he flies around in the PJs. You peasants. No, no, no. You don't even get to own a private car. We're going to create a full Uber society. Everyone just hops in an autonomous vehicle. You can just scan access with the chip in your wrist, the chip in your, in your head. Digital ID, hop aboard. If you're a good citizen, maybe you get to ride the public transit for free. There you go. Good little slaves. These people are sick. I refuse to live that way. Al Gore and all of his buddies can go to hell. 
We're not living that. We're not doing that program. Thank you for the suggestion. And why do we never hold any of these other countries accountable? These guys laugh at us in China, in Russia, in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle East, in, in, in these other countries. They laugh at us for letting our leaders live us, uh, lead us in this direction. They get off on the opportunity. They get off on seeing the Western financial world go to its demise and our culture go to woke, woke bullshit. And I'm just telling you how it is. We don't got time to play around anymore. They're coming for our families. They're coming for everything. Let me take a deep breath before we get in trouble. <laughs> Folks, I try to keep it real with you guys, but holy cow. They're watching us. We have to be careful. We have to speak in our code. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. If we could smash the thumbs up, I'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Mr. Al Gore says the Inflation Reduction Act has the potential to be a historic turning point. Oh, you bet. You bet they want to make it historic. It represents the single largest investment in climate solutions and environmental justice in U.S. history. Decades of tireless work by climate advocates across the country led to this movement. You see how they've just been pushing this agenda for decades now. One big lie. No deal is perfect, and we need many more actions to solve the climate crisis yet. This bill is a long overdue and necessary step to ensure the U.S. takes decisive action on the climate crisis that helps our economy and provides leadership for the world by example. Now, to that point, they create the crisis. They don't hold any other countries accountable. It's all shut down our industries, shut down our economy. While everyone else can pollute the world at will, we don't hold them accountable. And they create the crisis. Even the climate. And if you don't think that the weather's controlled and can be manipulated, go look at the documents back from the 50s and 60s, okay? Yes, they do control the weather. Most of you guys already know that. They can control and manipulate the weather. They first did the research and understanding of that for weapons of war back in the 50s and 60s. That's what it was originally uh, looked into, studied, because they were going to use it for military purposes. And you don't think that they don't got that dialed in? Ramp that hurricane up. Steer that Arctic blast. And of course, the mainstream media is blowing this out of proportion, but a lot of people flat out aren't prepared, which is why we talk so much about our prepping, talk so much about uh, what we're doing in regards to our essentials, our food and our prepping strategies, which by the way, I forgot, I was going to plug this at the start of my show, but I'm going to be getting my first NFT. Maybe you guys already saw my video, but real quick plug, uh, not a paid promotion in any way. Okay. Um, my friends, Blockchain Crusader and Crypto Keeper. They are doing the Danger Close Alpha NFT drop. If you want to get access to that, just go to DangerCloseAlpha.com. Okay, it's a very simple DangerCloseAlpha.com. And uh, they're uh, going to be hooking up my Discord with some uh, NFTs and they're going to be giving me one too. But other than that, and not, not a paid promotion in any way, but the whole community is built around prepping. 
and very legit guys i thought it was kind of cool so for my first nft i'm going to be receiving this one so um just wanted to plug that real quick i meant to do that at the beginning but yeah this is why we talk about this though is because they're telling us out in the open that this is our plan is to bring us down to third world country status then we know that they're uh, basically manufacturing crises and they're making storms worse literally it's not crazy talk folks this is the truth this is government documents from the 50s and 60s absolutely dialed in on how to manipulate the weather it's time to join together in support of this bold climate action and then accelerate our efforts to continue our work to move away from the dirty energy economy of the past and toward a sustainable future i wonder if he tweeted that from one of his mansions one of his many mansions which all these guys that push the climate change uh narrative they all have mansions on the ocean which if what they're telling us is true and the sea levels are going to rise, their houses, their mansions, their luxurious pads that they're posted up at would be flooded. That includes Obama, includes all of them. And the hypocrisy of this all is sick. That's the worst part of it. Meta CEO Zuckerberg, quote, we seem to have entered an economic downturn that will have a broad impact on the digital advertising business. I'd say that the situation seems worse than it did a quarter ago. I love this, man. I, I, I love these guys. They come out, they state the most obvious. Jamie Dimon, he came out, well, like a month or two ago from JP Morgan and says, we're going to be going through an economic hurricane as the storm's already hitting and people are getting wiped out and that dying. Hey guys, we're going to be going through an economic hurricane as the storms here. And he tweets that out. He does a zoom interview from his bunker. And then we got Zuckerberg here. I'd say the situation seems worse than it did a quarter ago. Hey, thanks Mark for your input. We really appreciate that. But I wanted to bring up meta and I wanted to bring up, uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg and what they're doing, because this is from Arturo Portillo. The FTC sued Meta, arguing that it's looking to monopolize the entire Metaverse. With the acquisition of a virtual reality fitness startup, Meta would be one step closer to its ultimate goal of owning the entire Metaverse, the FTC's complaint said. So this is our government, the Federal Trading Commission. Federal Trade Commission, I, I believe that is, uh, is suing Metaverse. And they're saying that their goal, their ultimate goal is to own the entire Metaverse. This relates to my thesis that I've come up with so far on the metaverse and how I'm investing or not investing in any of these metaverses is because I think that Zuckerberg's meta, his Facebook, remember he changed his Facebook company name to meta. They're looking to dominate the metaverse. The government right here is telling us that their ultimate goal is to own the entire metaverse. And if you don't think that that is Mark Zuckerberg's end goal, then you don't understand who you're dealing with. This guy has been on a mission, absolutely programmed um to to take over the social media world to absolutely get into the brains of all of us biohack us in the metaverse what people ask me about the metaverse over the last 6 months as we you know all the hype was going into the metaverse projects i haven't invested in any of them and i kept on saying that i think that there's going to be about a half dozen maybe maybe a dozen major metaverses that are going to be the main winners all the rest are hype all the rest are probably going to zero 
to be honest. And this, I think, actually proves that point. When you understand uh, Mark Zuckerberg, what he's doing, very strategic. He now owns Instagram as well, too. Now he's made a huge move into the metaverse, which is obviously, you know, five, 10 years out. Um, and, and that's a multi-decade long plan. But I've always said with these metaverses, you're going to have a few major winners. You're going to have you know, Mark Zuckerberg meta, you're going to have Google, you're going to maybe have Snapchat, you're going to have a few other major metaverses. Same thing with blockchain gaming, there's only going to be a few winners, it's going to be the Call of Duty, whichever coin, uh, whichever platform Fortnite builds on. It's simple, guys. In these industries, in these new like tech sectors, in these these major industries, there's usually a handful of winners that eat up 90% of the market. And that's how I view the payments. When I view the payments landscape, that's why I'm 100%, not 100%, sorry, mostly invested in XRP. That's my biggest position is because I think that they are going to be the number one player in the payments landscape. Okay. But to that point, the FTC is now suing Facebook metaverse uh, for looking to monopolize the entire metaverse, which you know doesn't surprise us at all. We understand what their plan is. Now, Chuck Colesto, breaking report, ex-Dallas Federal Reserve president says Nancy Pelosi and husband Paul appear to have taken advantage of inside information on stock trades and something needs to be done. That is, uh, yeah, what we have been uncovering here, watching Nancy Pelosi's trades. And what are they doing in response? Just in, House Democrats plan to propose a ban on stock trading for lawmakers, their spouses, and senior staff in August of 2022. Now, what I found hilarious about this is they are literally going to be uh, selling all of their stocks, which a lot of them have been offloading their stocks because we've been watching them over the past year. They've been offloading a lot of their positions. And then they're going, they basically uh, offloaded at the top as we enter this bear market and as we're going through the depths of the bear market recession. That is when they pass the law that they can't invest in stocks. Now, now after the major bull runs over, now they can't invest in stocks. Okay, but we'll see. They've, um, you know, they're they're going to propose this when they get back after uh, in, in August. I think after they get back from their recess that they're about to go through, which uh, is interesting. Wall Street Silver reporting this. Uh, House lawmakers to receive $10,000 security stipend amid increasing threats of violence. Wall Street Silver says they know shit's going to hit the fan, so they want security allowance. They probably studied the French Revolution. Right. So how about that, folks? How many people are talking about August, September, like leading into this fall, winter, the bottom being reached in this market? And I talk about the bottom being reached in all of the markets and the top being reached in chaos in the crises events. Max chaos, right? And we can see right here, 10,000 security stipends going out to house lawmakers. Yeah. And they're seeing what's happening in all these other countries where the politicians are having to flee the countries because the people are showing out by the millions. And this is the power of the Twitter sluice uncovering all of the SEC, everything, not just the SEC, everything that's going on within the government, including Nancy Pelosi's stock trading, the insider trading. We're being, through the internet, we're able to call them out on everything. That's the beautiful thing here. 
And then we see them preparing. They understand that the chaos is about to hit. DC Mayor Bowser requests DC National Guard activated indefinitely to help migrant buses arriving in DC. That's their excuse. That's their excuse. Calling it an humanitarian crisis that has reached a tipping point with 4,000 migrants so far, requesting DC Armory be used as processing center. So what is going on? They're telling us that we have thousands of migrants that are being bused into DC. The National Guard, DC wants to activate them indefinitely. Congress, the lawmakers, are giving themselves an extra $10,000 security stipend. Make sure they're, they're gonna take away your guns. Your second amendment is not respected while they surround themselves with security. And then, during the depths of the bear market, oh, we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna do trading anymore. We're gonna sell off our stock. We're gonna get out of the market. After many of them have already been dumping over the last year. So we'll see what's going on. U.S. stablecoin bill has been uh, formally delayed until after the August congressional break. So uh, here they go. Go enjoy your summer, guys. You've gotten a lot done. Go take a a few weeks break time. There you go. Transitioning to real estate real quick. If you guys could smash that thumbs up, I'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Let's take a look at real estate. We haven't covered this one in a while. Uh, This is from Nick Gurley, who is the CEO and founder of ReVenture Consulting, the number one real estate channel on YouTube. Uh, Really like this guy. Good YouTube channel. Pending home sales just crashed to lowest level since 2011, down 20% year over year across the United States, and an astronomical 31% on the West Coast. 2022 housing crash will continue to get worse. Seller capitulation by fall. This is the source is the National Association of Realtors. Continuing on, seniors age 65 plus are now the biggest homeowners in America. They own 33% of all homes. Meanwhile, the youth age 35 uh, and under, ownership has co- uh, collapsed to a minuscule 12%. So 30, uh, younger than 35, home ownership level 12%. Oldest boomers are nearing death nursing home in 2022. Epic transfer of assets coming. Read more below. So he's got this the senior housing bubble chart right here. Let's pull this up and take a look. Hey, we got some super chats. Huge shout out to BKM498. Huge uh, super chat there. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, he says, uh, we're all born atheist, but saved by Jesus, positive, or saved by Satan, negative. Natural law or man's law, your choice. Interesting perspective. Yvette, two spot. What do you think of Meta Crypto uh, and Hero? Or are you talking about MetaHero? Like I said, a lot of them are hype. I'm not investing in any metaverse projects right now. And I think that you're going to have about half a dozen major metaverses that are going to be the main ones. Like there, there might even be like one that's, that's it. That is the Facebook of social media platforms. Now, obviously we transition. If, it's, if, we, if we look at social media and the transition from Facebook to Instagram to TikTok... Uh, TikTok is like the number one. TikTok is still so dominant, man. Um, I just put out a video like a couple days ago about um, <laughs> the election results being overturned. And I, I know how to tweak TikTok just right. And, and we pushed over six-figure views on that one. So it's like we can still push six-figure views on TikTok like that. It's just one little Trump vi- video. Tweak them in the right direction. 
and you go viral like nothing on TikTok. It's incredible. But if we watch how, how that's happened, I think that's what's going to happen in the metaverses. So we're going to have like, there's going to be one um, major top dog and then we're going to have a handful of others right underneath that and they may be swapping out, you know, uh, taking each other's place. I think that we're going to see something similar in regards to the metaverse. But thank you for the super chat, guys. I appreciate all of you guys' support so much. Thank you. Okay, let's uh, take a look here at this. The senior housing bubble chart. This is in regards to your real estate market, right? Um, you can see here that the seniors age 65 plus, that chart has peaked out now at a 33% home ownership rate. And then if you look down here at the youth, it is all the way down here at 12%. So you can see that that discrepancy in the chart, pretty incredible. Definitely pretty incredible. Okay, let's uh, take a look here. We asked, what's your program? What strategy are you implementing right now? And we were talking about uh, El Salvador here, how their program has been working out. El Salvador purchased 2,381 Bitcoin with public funds. They are now worth 50% less than the purchase price. Hashtag winning. Yeah, that program not working out so well for El Salvador. Okay, at a 50% loss on that. Now, this is what we love to see. This is coming from the company library that's also being sued by the SEC. And this case is ready to set some precedent in regards to cryptocurrencies in the United States as well. This is the problem with the SEC suing everyone, um, in, basically ruling through enforcement is they're basically going all, all for nothing here, uh, all or nothing on all of these moves against these companies in regards to Library, in regards to Ripple and others. But Library here putting out this tweet, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. They say, our opening offer for a settlement is the complete uh, abol abolish, abolition of the SEC and 10 years in jail for Gary Gensler. The complete abolition of the SEC and 10 years in jail for Gary Gensler. Love it. I love to see that out of a company here in the United States willing to call out the SEC, willing to call out Gary. And they've been putting out a bunch of tweets like this. So we'll be watching this case. This case will probably move to summary judgment before the Ripple, the Ripple case does. So be ready for that. This thing is actually, uh, I think they might have already got summary judgment or here soon. I got to remember, I got to get an update on where this case is at and I will report back to you guys. But I love to see this. Okay, a couple things to look out for. Brad Goinghouse and Ryan Selkis are going to be taking stage together. Going to be doing a fireside chat at Mainnet 2022. So I don't know who throws that program on. That must be Ryan Selkis' program or something, uh, some conference that they do. But he says, I couldn't believe it when my programming team told me, but alas, it is true. Get your popcorn ready. And this guy has put a, a bunch of anti-XRP stuff and... Uh, he's the founder of Masari Crypto, but he's been a Bitcoin proof of work maxi, Ethereum maxi from the very beginning. Um, he's always taking advantage to bash XRP and Ripple. And so it's going to be interesting to see Brad take stage with this guy. And we are all here for it. You know, it's it's like, let us take the stage. Let us have the conversation. Um, 
in regards to all of the corruption, all of the lawsuits. It's like, let us have our day in court. Let us present our evidence. We're ready to be the adults in the room. We have the truth on our side. So pull up your big boy pants and pull up to the stage and let's have a grown-up conversation because we've invested accordingly. We, the, the research that we've done has shown us what's about to happen has shown us who's about to be the biggest winners in the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, which is the point I want to go back actually to this. The, the point that I wanted to make here with this Nick Gurley, uh, this point he was talking about. The oldest boomers are nearing death in nursing homes. Literally, the boomers are dying off and they're going to be transferring billions of dollars. I think it's actually even trillions, they're saying. The trillions are going to be passed down to the younger generations. He calls it an epic transfer of asset, assets coming. And that's exactly what this is. We call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Yeah, this is the shift through demographics, through what's taking place in the markets, the, 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 the debt crisis and the amount that they've inflated all of these values to, that value goes somewhere. Those digits on the screen go somewhere, right? Um, and we've invested uh, based off of our research in where we think all of the trillions of dollars is going to be flowing. So we know we have trillions getting passed down from the boomers. We know we have trillion dollar problems to solve in payments every single day. We know we have quadrillion dollar markets like derivatives. We, we, we know that we have countries with debts that are in the hundreds of trillions of dollars. So those digits, those ledgers have to be settled on something. And we're investing accordingly. Now, the CEO of SBI Holdings over there in Japan, Yoshitaka Tao, Yoshitaka Katao, sorry, Yoshitaka Katao, let's pronounce that properly. Let's get the translation from him. Here we go. The International Workshop, BCK Blockchain Kegi, Blockchain Kegi, hopefully we're saying that right. Uh, 2022 will be held at Tohoku University in Sendai City from August 4th to 5th, 2022. Mamoru Fujimoto, Fujimoto, I'm absolutely butchering this. The manager of our blockchain promotion office will also participate in the session. But we also have keynote speakers, Mr. Vitalik Buterin representing Ethereum. And we have Mr. David Schwartz representing Ripple, two of the brightest minds in the world, basically two aliens, two uh, supernatural entities, Vitalik Buterin and David Schwartz. Holy cow, I just felt like a weird like pulse of energy into the left side of my brain, into my left side of my head. I feel like they were tapping into me, the, the aliens were trying to get at me. Just kidding with you guys. But these guys are like literally in a different world. David Schwartz, Vitalik Buterin. These guys are so smart. Um, so we're going to be watching out for this one. This is going to be an interesting session to watch out for. And also with Brad Garlinghouse going on stage with Ryan Selkis. This is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. Okay, Love to see it. At the time of this recording, we're at nearly 9 p.m. here tonight. This is July 28th, 9 p.m on the west coast so we're just at midnight on the east coast here in the united states bitcoin is trading at 23,785 ethereum is at 1700 and tether congratulations has repegged to a dollar if you believe that uh what does digital asset investors say if you believe that i got an igloo to sell you in south georgia 
Yeah, okay. They're telling us, they're telling us on the coin market cap on the exchanges that they've captured their peg. I guess we're trading at that. I guess. And our XRP is at 37 cents at the time of this recording. So uh we did call this one about spot on, guys. We said that new moon pump was coming in. The last two days we get massive green candles. We did catch that short uh on the way in. And we think that we could see potentially, if we measure on down here, we could potentially see a 20 to 30% move to the downside right here in that level. And that is going to be over the next couple weeks going into the full moon of August 11th. Okay, now this is the four-hour chart that we're looking at here. And actually, let me transition you to this setup so you can see that chart there better. That's perfect. Okay. So now you, can, you guys can see that this pattern has been spot on. We will continue to watch it. And I actually just entered a short position today uh, once again. And I entered that position just over 24,000. I said, oh, gosh, gosh, darn it. Bitcoin did the thing. It actually broke through 23K, peaked out to 24K. I am not buying this fake pump. Okay. Perfect timing on the new moon. We've been talking about this pattern. Okay, and it's the perfect setup. It's a new moon pump right before we're about to roll over and get wrecked. Once again, don't fall for it. Okay, over the next two weeks and this next vertical line here, let me slide this over to the 11th. There you go. That is going to be the opportunity for that 20 to 30% downside for Bitcoin, in my opinion. And remember, this is just doofus moron technical analysis. This is nothing fancy. I'm not an expert by any means. And uh, what we're expecting here is continued downside, guys. And I'm looking at this box, this region right here. Let me show you guys this. Um, we are looking at this region right here. This is my target zone right there, that rectangle, that purple rectangle right there. It's about the 20,700 level for uh, the top side of it. And it's about that 17,500 level. Okay. That is my downside targets. That's the box that I'm looking to go into for Bitcoin. Okay. So that is your update on where we're at in the markets. Like I said, I'm gonna be doing my first NFT is coming up on July 30th. They're mitten that danger close alpha. So looking forward to that. My Discord got hooked up with that. I think we got whitelisted on that project. And so we're taking advantage of that as well. If you're looking to join my community, which is what this is all about for me is the community. I like CryptoKeeper and I like, I like Blockchain Crusader. I think they're legit guys and they will bring utility. They will bring value to their community to the people that are investing in this project. So that's why I'm even accepting uh, you know, their NFT from them. So a huge shout out to them. We're gonna take that NFT. That's all I'm getting. There's not a paid promotion by any, any means. And then they are hooking up my Discord as well. So I said, okay, let's do it. And then they're all about prepping. That's what the whole group's about. So I said, okay, we'll join that community. In my community, we've been talking about prepping. We've been talking about precious metals, cryptocurrency, our strategy for that. Right now we're talking about trading because I got back into trading. I don't do signals. I don't advise anyone with trading, with signals. I say, do not listen to me. I will probably get wrecked because I am a doofus moron trader. I am not a smart guy when it comes to the trading. So probably gonna get wrecked. But we're trying to take advantage of this because the pattern that we've been watching has been so spot on since September um, is when we got caught onto it with the moon phases and the cycle. So we've, we're just looking to trade this opportunity right now. And then we're also doing our weekly calls on Saturday for the Discord group. And 
we are doing our business development program as well over there. So that's all included for the Discord group. And then this is the first NFT project that I'm getting for them. And this is, uh, you know, the type of stuff that I like to do for my community is, okay, let's get us in on this, this NFT. It's my first NFT, so we'll see what happens. You know, my expectations are not really anything other than I'm looking forward to joining the community and it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. So I hopped in their Discord, head on over to Danger Close Alpha to get access to that and uh, head on into their Discord group and then you can join their community. And then other than that, um, other than that, you can head on over to my website, zachrector.com, if you want access to our community. And if you could smash that thumbs up for me on the way out YouTube, I would greatly appreciate that. If you could give us a five-star review if you're listening on the podcast, greatly appreciate that. And all we ask other than that, one more favor, please share this message far and wide with other like-minded individuals. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so much. Take care and God bless. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.